You know what bars don't have? A conspiracy cast. Welcome to this episode of Conspiracy Cast right here on Tales of Earth. Segwayed. Uh, a show where we sit down, we three non-experts, although we are slowly becoming experts. I think the longer we do this. Uh, someday <laughs> we, will be, we will be interviewed as uh, like experts on Damn, ancient, ancient I'm a cryptozoologist. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, me too. Me three. Cryptozoology. Oh, that was lame. I don't know what that was. I was, I was <laughs> trying this, to... This is the real one. The... Crypto. Uh, and we discussed... That's, 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 that's like, Superman, like Superman's dog? It's a chupacabra. Discuss a conspiracy of some kind. We decide whether or not we believe it and why or why not. We do this live on twitch.tv slash eligible monster every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. You can also support us by subscribing to this channel and uh, find some Tales of Earth merch through the link below. It's in more than just black, as you can see. Or you can go to patreon.com slash comic story where you can get early access to this show as well as other shows. Today we have with us Dan T, producer. I'm glad you got that. Yes, Dan T, I producer. I did purposefully do that. Just yeah, then. yeah. I like Where Dan. can they find you, Dan? At Dan T, streamer on Twitch. And Dan T, producer on other things. But mostly on Twitch, because that's where I want you. Great. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on YouTube at uh, Film Circuit. What's going on? <laughs> Who put Twitter? Did someone put something in my tea? Uh, no. It's Irish tea. And Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Film Circuit and Instagram at Northward Films. Uh, we also have to my right, your left, <laughs> Andy. Where can they find you, Andy? <laughs> For I am the Andy <laughs> on Instagram, and oh, that's great. It. What is this episode already? <laughs> I don't know. I'm loving it. All right, guys, don't you hate it when you start writing in a mysterious language that even you don't understand? All yes. the time. I just... Okay, so I'm not alone. Yeah, no. happens all the time. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. So you just... How, how does it happen? What does that look like for you guys? Honestly, don't even know I'm doing it most of the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I, you know, I'll have like... Suddenly I'm writing something with a pen while I'm talking to my wife, and then I look down. Just yeah. kill Gary. <laughs> but... But how do you So read? you can read it. <laughs> not always. Sometimes not always. it'll like oh, okay. translate real quick, yeah, and then yeah, it goes yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. See, it just I, disappears. I, yeah. I wake up in the middle of the night in a feverish sweat, and I've been writing the whole On time. On the wall. Just volumes. Volumes. Yes. yes. Volumes. Um, I hate it when I, I, have I to write. Paint my house so And it, times. like, glows. Sure. And, like, everything starts to shake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um... The pen actually becomes your finger, and you're like, what is going on? What? Also, also, don't you hate it when you accidentally burn down a massive ancient library? <laughs> yeah, well, all the time. I mean, I've only done it twice. The first time, I stand by that it had it coming. <laughs> it, had it, coming. it had it coming. Yeah, right, because it's knowledge. people don't like libraries. Uh, the second time, I was drunk. <laughs> and the okay. third time, who knew books were so flammable, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, they, they should really fix that. Yeah. Like, there's, there's flame retardant paper, I'm sure. Yeah, just, just go digital. I just go digital. I have an It'll ancient library on my Kindle. Yes. It's like the, uh, that Futurama where you go in and there's two Kindles. Fiction. Nonfiction. Non there you go. Mm. That, right, was, so tell that was us both more. an mm for the coffee and an mm to, to, in response to you. Okay, so today we are talking about ancient manuscripts, uh, okay. mysterious manuscripts, okay. and lost manuscripts. First one is, uh, this comes, the title of this article is Cracking Codices from Live Science. Uh, and the first... Uh, actually, I'll just I read this. Lie. I'll read this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, actually yeah. am a big fan of that kind of stuff. I, I've always found it really interesting when people mm -hmm. are able to translate old text or pictures mm -hmm. or stuff like that and actually 
understand what it's about. I mm. love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, so if I couldn't be like a filmmaker or in the film industry in any like capacity, YouTube, whatever, mm-hmm. I would be an archaeologist. That would be my career choice. Like now, hands down. would it be because you want a whip to be Indiana Jones or an actual archaeologist? Indiana Jones wants to be me. FYI, you don't need to be an archaeologist to own whips. Okay. So what's the conspiracy? You can also be a, like a farmer, like a uh, like you know. Is there anyway, a career what? anymore that people, where people actually even use whips? Several. I mean, not not <laughs> ones we can list on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So dating back hundreds to thousands of years, codices can reveal much about an ancient culture. That is, if you can decipher the text. Often written in an outdated language with unfamiliar grammar, these codices take careful analysis to crack their meanings. Some continue to completely baffle archaeologists and other scientists, while others have divulged just enough of their meaning to intrigue. From an, uh, from an Egyptian book full of magic spells to a text written in an unknown language, Live Science takes a look at 10 of the most mysterious ancient manuscripts. The first one, it's called the Liber uh, Lenteus. Oh, I forgot sorry, my... for the stream. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to put this back on again after I hit record. Uh, the Liber uh, Lenteus, uh, preserved in the wrappings of an Egyptian mummy, this text is written in Etruscan, a language that was used in Italy in ancient times, dating back about 2,200 years. The mummy and its removed wrappings are now in the the uh, Zagreb Museum in Croatia. The text meaning is not entirely clear. It was classified as a funerary calendar in the past, but nowadays it is usually labeled as a ritual calendar, although months uh, are only mentioned from column six onwards. Uh, Lamert Bouquet Vandermeer. My name is boring. Uh, a professor at Leiden University wrote in an easily uh, in an essay published in the book uh, Votivus Places and Rituals and Etruscan Religion, 2008. In ancient Egypt, it was common for materials to be reused as mummy wrapping, interesting, or to make mummy masks. Uh, additionally, trade was widespread in the Mediterranean in ancient times, and it was not unusual for goods to be transported between Italy and Egypt, according to ancient records and archaeological finds. So this could be anything. So a mu- an Egyptian mummy. Yes. So an Egyptian like body was wrapped, wrapped in like was mummified. Paper. Yeah. Correct. Which and is a weird process the in- for the record. Within the inside, so it's yes. not even on the outside, Right. was a manuscript written in an ancient italian yes language yes if that's not mysterious i don't know what is honestly <laughs> that, that sounds very yeah, yeah, much yeah. like one of those ones where it's like uh religion and i'm sure the text is probably one of those kind of to uh facilitate their transition into the afterlife I well, would not be which I would, I would say is possible though, is the off. fact that it's Italian. Yeah, that yeah, throws me That off. would be Ancient where I would yeah. say that. You know, now, if it was some form the guy of actually was Egyptian. Just a fan of the Italians. I mean, it was his favorite novel. So it was Dying Request. Yeah. That would be no different than, like, using an old newspaper. Maybe. I mean, the equivalent I mean, of I guess. Or, like, of, they found literature. Atta- and they were like, crap, we're out of bandages. Let's use that Italian manuscript. Like well, I mean, like like yeah. like you said though, Egyptians did recycle a lot. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so it's possible somebody was like, "We bought this merely for the paper." Right. 
Yeah. Like, you know, because it's, you know, it's a trade rid thing. So it's right. possible yeah. they were just like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, we need paper. So we'll okay. trade with other countries. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, right. however, it does sound very interesting. Like, it does. There's it's basically serious. an ancient right. Italian written on the inside right. of an Egyptian mummy. Especially the fact that we can't fully translate. We can't. Yes. Which yeah, yeah. is cool. Yeah. Or they don't want to. Because it's want? a spell. Ooh. Necromancy. Okay. Well, it's like that scene in The Mummy where, uh, you know, she just like couldn't read in her head. Do you know the scene in the mummy? Oh, where she's when she reads out loud the, from yeah, the Book of the like, Dead, and dramatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, can't yeah. you just, just just read in just read in your <laughs> head to yourself? <laughs> Literally, everyone's trying to sleep around you. Yeah, it's true. And you're like reading dramatically. See, there's another thing. Somebody didn't oh. wake up. And go, Would you shut up? Shut I'm up. trying to sleep. I didn't know Benny <laughs> was in that movie. I know, yeah. right? All right, the next one is actually. I think one of the the characters is named Benny. I think I'm pretty so too. sure. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Sorry. Kid. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the Weasley. It's the Weasley yeah, little yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, Brendan Fraser's, like his like, original like sidekick, sidekick friend yeah. from it's the, the, it's yeah. the yeah. one that you're like, man, I know you're gonna betray them. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Weasel, basically. Exactly. Uh, Gospel of the Lots of Mary. The Gospel of the Lots of Mary, as the ancient it text like is a called. Band name. I it, like yeah, it. yeah. Sorry, keep going. Uh, is a gospel like no other written, uh, written in Coptic and Egyptian language, and dating back around 1500 years. Uh, the Gospel of the Lots of Mary doesn't discuss the life of Jesus, but instead contains a series of 37 oracles written vaguely with only a few words that mention Jesus. Uh, the opening to the book begins as follows. The Gospel of the Lots of Mary, the mother of the Lord Jesus Christ, she to whom Gabriel the archangel brought the good news. Uh, he will go forward with his whole heart, will obtain what he seeks. Uh, only do not be of two minds. Totally. Makes sense. Totally. Yeah, no idea what that means. No, I, it means I mean, I get crazy. it. I get yeah. it. I get it. Basically, you make up understand. your mind, probably. <laughs> do not be of two minds. Make up your mind. Be like... Yeah, yeah, have a single focus. Uh, the text now at Harvard University was deciphered and details were published in 2014 by Anne Marie. Not even going to try to say that last nope. name. Lurendic. A professor in the Department of Religion at Princeton University in her book, Forbidden Oracles, The Gospel of the Lots of Mary, uh, Moore Saibek, 2014, she wrote that the gospel would have been used for divination an attempt to predict the future. A person seeking to answer... All right, a person seeking an answer to a question could have sought out the owner of this book, asked a question, and gone through a process that would randomly select one of the 37 oracles to help find a solution to the person's problem. Now, the process would have worked, uh, or how the process would have worked is unknown, though it's unclear how the book reached the United States. It was donated to Harvard in 1984. Archaeologist. The year I was born. Stole it. Not really. It belongs in a museum. So this is an ancient like gospel text, not really, right. that is designed to predict the future for people. It's interesting. Hmm. It, so it's like a fancy like what was that thing that you Almanac? built? Oh yeah, wait, and like, <laughs> and like, and like pick no, a color, pick a number, yeah, oh, pick a color, like, pick a yeah. yeah. What are those called? I don't yeah. remember honestly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's but basically, basically that. essentially you like you, In, uh, you say the prompt. Yeah. You In say, South Park, they call it a cootie catcher. That's probably what they're called. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know uh, it's right. the the one where yeah, you're yeah. like, R E. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. It's like that. That's actually pretty. Good. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's pretty you, much you, what it sounds. We like. We look at these yeah. things now, honestly, and this is one of the things that fascinates me about ancient history and things like yeah. this. Is like we look at them now and they're like, what was the purpose of it? Mm -hmm. What what? It, maybe it was just like a schoolyard. Yeah. What if in thing, a, yeah, in a couple hundred years they're like, what is this mysterious, mysterious device? What is this How device? do they decide? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know. It, this part says they're going to be happy. This part says they're going to be sad. It must be some sort of prediction. This, this is what the, the early 21st century... Uh, uh, I believe they called it. I believe I believe they called them middle schoolers. Uh, this is how they defined the future. The future. This yes. one just says you're an ass. <laughs> how did they know? That's weird. Uh, yeah. Or it's possible. Right. Yeah. I mean, I we do. We, do yeah. we add a lot of mystery to everything. Right. Like, that we, doesn't we, necessarily we, mean it was right. mysterious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so some time ago, I think it was in 2004. Five, maybe 2004, mm-hmm. um, there was this uh, pottery shard found in um, near Israel, I believe, that had the name Goliath written on it. Okay. So ancient pottery shard. And people assumed that it was like the equivalent, because they did, it was like the equivalent of a, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like today when you have like sports figures on like mm-hmm. cups and like yeah, memorabilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So memorabilia memorabilia yeah uh the the assumption was oh this is like memorabilia like goliath was one of their heroes and blah blah, blah. Now whereas, whereas that battle and they're like get your goliath mugs exactly <laughs> goliath <laughs> dolls <laughs> goliath pottery <laughs> get your pottery they have their t-shirt yes. cannons with shirts that say goliath no on pottery it. i love goliath. pottery <laughs> cannons. <laughs> oh, goliath. i got it i love you so, but yeah, so the assumption is that it's the same Goliath. Right, right. Because there was definitely never another right. one. Yeah. Yeah. There was never another Goliath. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. same way, there was never another John. Right. Or know? David. Or David. Yeah. Or there was another, you know, Zebediah. You no, know? No, no, no. no, no, no. Just the one. Just the one. Yep. And so while I, I, I appreciate, you know, the biblical or archaeological community's um, mm-hmm. attempt to like, solidify right. a lot of the biblical stories, yes, yes. it is a reach yeah. to say this, this is the same. Definitely, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Rather than maybe it's, they just wrote it down because they also knew the story. It's possible. You know, right. and, yeah. and it was like a children's, you know, plything. A children's but, vase. Yes. No, children, remember the story of Goliath and then exactly. you spin yeah, the vase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Something like that. That's actually that wasn't even idea. Irish men as a joke. Yeah, yeah, like. right. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So we, we do tend to add a lot of mystery and mm-hmm. uh, we kind of read a lot of like... We read uh, between a lot of lines that yes, might not do. be there. That might not be there. Yeah. yeah. We apply a lot of like occultic thinking, True, yes. yeah. thinking yeah. To, to ancient things that we don't understand. Right. And the, um, the prediction one could also be like a uh, another version of Nostradamus, which we just did a video on. Yeah, like a farmer's almanac. Exactly. Kind of it, it, like right, it's right, someone right, right, else's yeah. and they just weren't as popular. They didn't get remembered in right. history. Yep. They were just another country's Nostradamus. Yes, yeah, exactly. Could be. I mean, I think, I think there's some... Oh, I clicked, you broke on, a, it. I clicked, you broke on, it. I clicked on a link. Don't click on a link. Oh, no. no. You broke it so much. Where are we? Oh, God. <laughs> Back arrow. Okay, so. <laughs> Back arrow. Uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. Yeah, I think you were going to say was the it something, Dresden Codex. Was it something Codex. witty? Dresden Codex. Yeah. Yes. The Dresden Files. That was a great show. I actually really, I really, really enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Yeah. Uh, it was a show yeah. that lasted one season. With Paul Blackthorne. Yes. Wait, what was it called? The, the Dresden, Dresden Files. is about a wizard. Yeah. But you get like, like four episodes it. in and everything changes. Yep. yep. And it was awful. All of a sudden, it's about a witch. Like, 
Yeah. What the hell? The Dresden Codex is a Mayan text dating back around 800 years. It contains 39 beautifully illustrated sheets with text and images on both sides. Research published in 2016 in the Journal of Astronomy and Culture indicates that the Codex uh, records the phases of the planet Venus so that the Maya could be certain that their ceremonial events were being held on the correct day. Uh, hmm. The Maya, quote, had a really elaborate ritual set of events that were tied to the calendar. Uh, study researcher... Gerardo Aldana, a science, my name is boring, a science historian at the University of California, Santa Barbara, told Live Science, uh, quote, they were probably doing large-scale ritual activity connected to the different phases of Venus, which is exactly what you just said. Yes. The Codex first appeared in Europe at the Royal Library in Dresden, Germany in the in the 1730s. Uh, how it got there is unclear. Do any of these museums know how they acquired anything uh, at honestly, this point, no, probably honestly, not. They don't. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it's actually whether or not they know. I think it's more of a they cannot verify. They can't verify. Well, but, I mean, because this mean, mysterious package say, on our well, front this porch is today. also a time frame. Yes, mm -hmm. when people were literally just taking things from other countries. Oh, they were. Yeah. yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah. oh, look, nothing was being now documented. We're in the yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, look, oh, yeah. ancient Mayan stuff. Mine know. Yeah, well, exactly. And then you sell it. I grabbed this from Italy, and then yeah, I yeah. traveled here, and I well, dropped it, and someone right. else grabbed it, and, and then this, they went over here, and then museums and they dropped it or yes. sold it yeah, for right. food. Right. And, and I was gonna say, and people sold things to museums around that time, and and, and the time nobody cared about. Oh, you're stealing other people's cultures. Oh, this is fascinating. Right. Here's exactly. It yeah, was. I mean, it was very imperial. Peer, blah, 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 are a lot of realistic. Yes. Time. When were a lot of these donated to museums? This one was the 1730s. Okay, so that yeah. uh, the last one was 1984, though. How, okay, that uh, one's okay, a little. Because that one the would make sense the why they Mary, wouldn't be yeah. able to. Because I mean, if it came from Europe, the Nazis stole so much. That is true. Yeah. That well, you did. would not it, be able to trace anything back. And I right. think it's a safe, better safe than sorry to say, we got this from this exact location. Right. Right. When they can just say, well, we got it. We don't know. Right how or where it's it came from but we can work with what we've got yes right. and what's interesting is that Nicola, like, Nicolas Cage wants it so we know it's important yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Nicolas Cage not, not his character from uh, just no, 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 Cage. Yeah, yeah, Nicolas yeah, Cage yeah. Yeah. yeah he can't really yeah, he steals things he, he's like very method <laughs> he's very <laughs> method yeah Nicolas Cage arrested for trying to steal the Declaration of Independence today um, just like in that movie just like what movie what movie the Codex documentary uh, how it got there is unclear. Many Mayan texts were destroyed by zealous Christian missionaries trying to wipe out also any non-Christian mm -hmm. beliefs. Because yep. that's the Christian thing to do, right? Well, yeah. Is to wipe out everything that disagrees with you. Well, one, I, don't, I honestly don't again, know if this was a time frame where <laughs> yes. we were showed up like missionaries oh, yeah. are like, we're yeah. bringing them the word of God, whether they want it, whether they want it or not. Yeah, yeah. Read the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm just saying, like, like they show up, they have their own belief system and calendar and. Yeah. Rituals, and they're like, right. look at these heathens. Yes. Jesus. Jesus. I'm Jesus. not saying, obviously, because, like, like I believe. Uh, I'm not saying that you, like, don't... If you really believe that you have an important message, mm -hmm. like, genuinely... There's a difference between yes. giving someone the message and forcing and your religion Forcing and, them. like, yeah. wiping out their culture. Right. Yes. And yes. Their, yes. Which, unfortunately, there was a time frame when nobody quite realized that. No. 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 All they knew was, my sword's pointier than theirs. <laughs> right. Uh, but no, you're right. Like, as far as how these things came to be at these museums, um, that these documents that we read way more into than there's actually there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I it, was in we, high school English. Yeah. I read people, into everything too much. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, actually, that's called uh, doctorate programs. 
Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Basically. Yes. True. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take this one line of this one poem and write a dissertation. Yeah, write a dissertation on this. Yes. Dissertation. Yeah. Uh, but no, luck. it's called because like if you look Please at the letter A. Because it was small, and he wanted to make sure that the sentence fit, but it also joined together everything. I do not want to grade dissertations. Oh man! Yeah. Could you um, okay, so archaeology as a discipline, as a as a um, as an academic pursuit, is fairly mm-hmm. new. Uh, right. it, it didn't it didn't really exist officially until like the mid to late 1800s. Mm. Okay. Um, and then before that, uh, so we right around the time that archaeology really started to explode, um, Egyptology kind of right. rose at the same time. And then right. this like Western fascination and obsession with Egypt arose. And I'm sure it existed a while before that. Mm-hmm. But what, so this reverence for ancient Egyptian like artifacts and culture is very much a Western thing. Right. Mm. At least until, yeah. until, you know, their own culture kind of like started to revere its, itself. Right. Because what you found was, yeah, people were pillaging tombs. Yeah. Uh, like Egyptians did not care yeah, about, I was just like, that was the, the, thing. the Egyptians yeah, yeah. themselves were like ravaging the Valley of the Kings. Yeah, right. and so for an, for an Egyptologist to come through and try to find anything of any like value, like the tomb of King Tut, was extremely rare. Like you really had to dig because the tombs that you knew existed had already been mm-hmm. right ransacked yeah. uh, because they they just had no reverence for their own. Right, They're like yeah, I'm gonna go steal some ancient stuff and go when, sell it. And, when did you say archaeology became a thing? Uh, mid. Mid to late 1800s, like officially, okay. when it became like a, a real discipline. When were planes invented? Uh, early 20th century. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was trying to think. 1913 like, was the first flight, I believe. I believe. Because yeah. I can't remember exactly, but first I was thinking maybe it was related to you're able to go to other locations mm. and start looking yes. for these things that would encourage oh, sure. yeah, yeah. archaeology. It, I mean, I mean there, definitely probably made it more mainstream. Right. right. And yeah. there was a time, not today, there was a time when if you wanted to just declare yourself an archaeologist, and they were usually aristocrats because they could afford the time, yeah. to, Benny shouldn't go on a race. He should go start an archaeological archaeological. He should look for <laughs> the rock slide bolter. The rock slide bolter. But uh, it's true. I mean, you could just declare yourself an archaeologist and just go find stuff and then take it home. Yeah, and there were no, there was very little regulation on that. Right. Um, not so much now. Not so much now. No, it's very everything's very guarded. All right. So the Gospel of Judas. Uh, this is, was made very popular by Dan Brown in uh, um, the Da Vinci Code. Okay. Uh, so uh, in 2006, the National Geographic Society published a translation of the third century text called the Gospel of Judas that uh, may depict Judas Iscariot, who in the New Testament betrayed Jesus in a positive light. Some scholars claim that the text written in Coptic describes Jesus asking Judas to betray him so that he could be crucified and ascended to heaven. So basically he was obeying. That's the idea. Realistically, he had to. That was how it went. Right. Right. Uh, however, experts disagree over the translation and interpretation of the text. Uh, April DeConnick, a professor of religion at Rice University in Houston, said the text actually declares Judas to be a uh, demon or demon. Uh, tests on the Gospels uh, indicate, indicate. I think indicate is probably what they're trying to say there, Uh, that it is authentic. Um, According to a team led by microscopist, you can be a microscopist, who knew? Joseph uh, Barab of Macron Associates in Illinois. Why am I struggling with these names and words? I'm just waiting for later in the list. He goes, it was discovered by this person in this place. (laughs) I I imagine this one was Judas is like, you know what? Screw it. I'm writing my own Bible. 
do my own manifesto. Do my own gospel. Yeah, well, that's that's the yeah that's that's the struggle is that uh, most New Testament texts were written um, within the first century, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Whereas, like the kind of Gnostic Gospels were written three hundred and fifty to four hundred years later, right? Yeah. Uh, So that's why we tend to lean more toward the the biblical texts, you know, instead of those, right? Um, Yeah. So, treaties of the vessels. The Treatise of the Vessels is a Hebrew text that claims to reveal where treasures from King Solomon's temple were hidden and discusses the fate of the Ark of the Covenant. The text says the Ark, along with other treasures, shall not be revealed until the day of the coming of the Messiah, of the son of David, putting it out of reach of any would-be treasure seeker. There was actually some really good um, uh, research done on the location of the Ark of the Covenant, Mm -hmm. and they believe it's in Ethiopia. Hmm. but it's in a facility like a, a very uh, devoted religious facility that is like gar- like it, guarded like it's not lost it's not lost someone is protecting it that's yes. the theory but yes. we, we don't have any proof no cameras are allowed and well, you're, yeah, you're not obviously. just gonna like violate their beliefs by going yeah I was gonna with, say yeah. no if somebody if you're guarding the Ark of the Covenant for religious reasons mm-hmm. yes not like oh it's gonna be worth a lot of money I just got to take, not take it out of the wrapper. Uh, wait until the market's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave it in the uh, packaging. Yeah, exactly. You don't yeah. want to just break it. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're actually guarding the Ark of the Covenant for religious reasons, yes. for religious beliefs, yes, you're not going to broadcast to the world. We right. have the Ark of the Covenant. That you have Come see the Ark the of the Covenant. The actual <laughs> Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn it into a tourist attraction. Yep. So we were like, give oh, it time. Give yeah. it time. Did you get your Ark of the Covenant t-shirt and your mug? I saw the yes. Ark of the Covenant and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. <laughs> Um, so, um, face melts like an Indian so that, that, uh, it's actually an old documentary. Uh, this happened a long time ago, uh, probably 15 years ago. Um, but, uh, Bob, Cornor- Bob Cornuck and Larry Williams did the research and they like followed the path of all the, like, right. of the, you know, biblical stories and non-biblical sure. stories yeah, yeah, yeah. and like secondhand stories and things that were mentioned in history and, and, right, and uh, like they talked to locals and they basically traced the path to Axum, Ethiopia to this little, church building, you know, mm-hmm. no bigger than this. I mean, honestly, my office space, right. Mm-hmm. Um, where you have these, uh, priests who just stand outside this door, um, guarding what they believe is the Ark of the Covenant. Now the story goes that they spoke to one of these priests and the way he described the Ark of the Covenant is that it wasn't actually the Ark, but it was the original 10 commandments, which were held inside the Ark. So the actual know. Ark might be gone, right? but they're guarding the original 10 commandment tablets. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, that's a theory, right? Yeah. But right. anyway, um, yeah, very fascinating. They were like, so, we can neither confirm nor deny that we have the Ark of the Covenant. Right. And then he winked. He's, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'd be awful. I'd be in the parking lot. Meet me in the parking lot. I'd be awful as a religious guard. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> yes. that I have the Ark of the Covenant. Do you want to see Look it? for 25 bucks? <laughs> you could get a peek. You could see it. You're like, here's the veil. Ah, that's all I get. You get like, you get like a corner. You get a corner. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Next one is the Popol Vuh. P-O-P-O-L. Bless you. V-U-H. Popol Vuh. Sounds like here. The Popol Vuh. You got to say, like, anytime somebody mentions it, like, are you guarding it? Yeah, the Popol Vuh. What? <laughs> I like, the good old PV back there. Yeah, yeah. The PV. 
Oh, the document, the document. Just say the document. I, I don't like it when you say that. Uh, which translates to Book of Counsel. Uh, is a mythical origin story told by the Quiche, uh, Maya, again, back to the Mayans, who are based in Guatemala. According to the stories, the forefather gods Tepu and oh, Cucumads, Cucumads sure. uh, brought forth the earth from a watery void and endowed it with animals and plants. Very similar to the biblical story. Uh, wrote Michael Coe, a professor at Yale University, in his book, The Maya. The story says that the gods had difficulty creating humans and describes how the, they eventually created the hero twins, uh, Hunapu and... Oy, that uh, name. Zbalank. Balank? I'm just going to say Balank. The twins embarked on a series of adventures which included defeating the lords of the underworld. I've done that. As you the do. earliest surviving <laughs> copy of the Popol Vuh uh, dates to 1701 and was recorded in Spanish by the Dominican priest Francisco Jimenez. A copy of the text uh, is the is in the Newberry Library in Chicago. Hmm. Cool. I would say this isn't a mysterious text, though. I should start they... a museum and just have people start bringing me stuff. Sure. So what were you going to say? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I was say, well, because I thought this was supposed to be like mysterious text. I wouldn't say this is a mysterious text. They right. have translated it. Some of them are mysterious. Well, Some of them are not. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. going to say. That's yeah. the thing, yeah. though, is they think they've translated it. They think they've translated it, yeah. That's true. Because yeah. for it's, all it's we it's know. It's an approximation right like, now. Like, yeah. I mean, since this mm -hmm. is the conspiracy cast, for all we know, the reason why they are keeping this away from other people is so that their translation cannot be put into question. True. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. And so they can go, well, this is clearly what it says. You owe me a thousand bucks. Right. But I don't want you to check it. Like, I mean, it's actually example. Okay, right, so, no, I'm with you, yeah. yeah. So it's actually funny that you would say that because when it comes to the to the Dead Sea Scrolls, mm -hmm. uh, the I can't remember which organization it was. Um, that originally held them, mm -hmm. kept them secret since 1945 up until, I want to say, the early 90s. Okay. Because they didn't want anybody else getting any credit for, yeah, like, for, for translating, yeah. for translating them. Yeah. Yeah. So they were held in secret like uh, intensely until the 90s. So, yeah. yeah. So the archaeological... Archeo man. Ugh. I cannot talk right now. Right. It's that well, asbestos. Clearly, you can't be an archaeologist if you okay. can't say the word. I'm a, I'm a archae, archae, archaeologist. I look for old stuff. So, yes. Uh, I'm Indiana Jones. I'm Indiana. Yeah. Not every archaeologist or archaeological Without organization uh, is motivated like altruistically. Altruistically, mm -hmm. yes. yes. They can be very selfish, very full of themselves. Yes. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. So speaking of the Copper Scroll, the Copper Scroll is a Hebrew text inscribed on copper sheets found in Cave 3 at Qumran in the, in the Judean Desert, along with other Dead Sea Scrolls. The text records details of uh, a vast amount of hidden treasure that includes gold, silver vessels, and coins. The scroll dates to around, <laughs> I can imagine them like typing it or like hammering in into the copper, like this is going to mess with people in the future. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them it's like two caves over. Yeah. Right. yeah. Number them. Yeah, number but them. don't give an example. Example of yeah. which numbers they are. Don't, be don't have any references. Uh, Actually, you know what? There are three. Name them one, two, and four. It'll be great. They'll spend hours looking for three. <laughs> They'll never find it. The scroll dates to around AD 70, a time when the Roman army laid siege to Jerusalem, to mm. Jerusalem okay. and the second uh, temple was destroyed. 
scholars continue to debate whether the treasure described in the scrolls is real or mythical. Probably mythical. To date, no buried treasure as large as that described in the Copper Scroll has been found in Israel or Palestine. If the treasure is real, it could have been found in ancient times. So it's already gone. The That's treasure truly was the friendships we made along the way. <laughs> oh, Ooh, Handbook of Ritual Power. I've got one of those. Hey, that's mine. I've written like four of these. That's the one with my feverish dream. <laughs> How did they get a hold? That's one. That's one with what? From my feverish dream that I woke feverish up in the dream. I heard favorite stream. I did too. Oh, honestly, really? yeah. <laughs> I got really well, that too. You, know, you stream yourself having a trance. Like, <laughs> hang oh, on, guys. Like paranormal yeah. activity. Guys, it's about to happen. Turn on the camera. <laughs> Turn on the camera. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All so right. Drawing a Budweiser. Supreme power. <laughs> This 20-page codex dates back around 1,300 years and is written in Coptic. Uh, it contains a variety of magical spells and formulas, including love spells, spells for curing black jaundice, and instructions. What I thought going to say. <laughs> what you think I was going to say? Just keep going. <laughs> and instructions on how to perform an exorcism. All right, the text may have been written by a group of uh, Scythians, an ancient Christian sect who held Seth, the third son of Adam and Eve, in high regard. Uh, the opening of the text references a mysterious figure named uh, Bakhtioth, Bakhtioatha, yes, Bakhtiotha, yeah. yes. Bakhtiotha, uh, whose sure. destiny is unknown. Quote, I give thanks to you and I call upon you, the Bakhtiotha, the great one who is very trustworthy, uh, the one who is Lord over the 40 and the nine kinds of serpents. That's not cryptic at all. Yeah, that's the... demons right there. <laughs> so, so what demons. do you do? Well, I'm Lord over the 40. The 40 what? I haven't been told. He just pulls out a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> the four... Tapes him on his hands. Edward 40 hands. <laughs> that's what they call it if you want a lot. Yeah. Lord of the Forty. Lord, of the, Lord 40. of the Forty. The researchers who translated and analyzed the text call it a handbook of ritual power. It is now housed at the Museum of Ancient Cultures at uh, Makari University in Sydney. Uh, the university purchased the codex in 1981 from a Vienna-based antiquities dealer named Michael Fackelman. Where Fackelman got it from is also unknown. Because he refused to tell us. <laughs> yes. I wonder if this now let's say it's probably the most interesting one on the list so far. If you and I, so far, if the three of us, based on the yes. name mostly, let's be honest, found a handbook of ritual power. Okay, let's just say we probably gave it up because you realized it didn't work. Well, the, see, this <laughs> so, is my question. Yeah, so, like, yeah. if if we yeah. found a handbook of ritual power, I would have to at least try one of them. Yeah, the, like, you know that's what I'm the saying. Thing is, Let me try one right. of the smaller spells. How do you know it's a ritual of power? Right. Like, unless you actually were to do something, it's words on a page. Well, I mean, right. yes, you translated it as, like, some sort of spell book. But think, yeah, but right. I would be like, I mean, guys, let's at least give it a shot. My last It name. was actually a guy who was like, you know what? I'm going to invent fiction. Well, I mean. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do that with Gilgamesh. Nope. No, no. Definitely no. not. That was a real guy. Um, so, no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, let's flip through here. Find yeah. one that allows me to levitate a stone or something real quick. You know, nothing earth shattering. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I don't want to call forth a demon. You just want yet. a quick, you want a quick, like, when God Jim Leviosa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. quick spell. Let me give it a shot. That's what I would do. Yeah, Except honestly. Andy would go through and do it and then go, oh, crap. That was the word. That was demon. I read the wrong line. For the uh, second I thought it was stone. <laughs> I translated so it. So my last it. name is in here. Ooh. Ooh. See, 
OX Cox. You are oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, actually, see that that brings up the translation. Yes. Is that a COX or a KOX? Well, it's actually it looks like uh, okay. Greek. Looks like, um, but I like mean, Coptic. Is, so it's like an Egyptian Greek uh, dialect, I believe. It was like a mishmash. Right, because that like brings up the questioning of the translation of, well, what did you interpret this as? Because if it's old enough, things erode, things so wear I'm tr- out. I'm trying to levitate a stone, but I did accidentally call forth a demon because my translation is slightly exactly. wrong. Yeah, I did mean, you say like, Leviosa. Not Leviosa. It's, no, it's, no, it's not Leviosa. Leviosa. Yeah. <laughs> Leviosa. <laughs> All right. That's anyway, uh, the best lines yeah. from the movie. From the so, I just, what really blows me away about these, the it's like, it's the ancient mysterious manuscripts or artifacts. Mm-hmm. Sure. That we don't know the origin of. Right. As, as far as like how they got it. We know where it came from. Right, like, right, well, it's this right, language, right. like this paper that you can only find in this region. And right. so they go, they go through lots of tests, you know, to determine where it came from. But as far as how the people actually got it. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, we that's a mystery. We well, and no it's probably idea. not a mystery. It's just whoever got it was like, they yeah, I, I actually stole it and killed a bunch of people to get it, but I don't want Say that. That's true. Right. That's you know, true. I, honestly, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. they probably, probably committed stole a lot of crimes. Yeah, I was going to say they yeah. probably committed some crimes, stole it from a country, yep. and they don't want to say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I came into this ritual power book, this book of rituals. Um, right. I can't tell you how I got it, though, but would you like it? <laughs> Can you please take it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hearing it's voices. It's my hands. <laughs> voices. Yes. But, like, that, that is another one of a lot of these... I believe are also from times that we only have very we have very few actual texts hearts. and manu- mm, manuscripts about, yeah. because a lot of the time libraries are destroyed. There's true. Like yeah. a lot of that oh, sure. that yeah, yeah. we legitimately do not know right. if this was a work of fiction. Because mm. imagine in the future if someone found Lord of the Rings. Yes. Like and it, but well, like it reads everything very much... else has been destroyed and yes. they just find Lord of the Rings in a library that's full of burnt books, and this yes. is the only one that's still there. And with then they're like, no "My God, there used history. to be elves." Exactly. Like what is this Mount Doom? Yes. No, I agree because it, it does read very much like a historical text. Yeah. Yeah. He has footnotes and an appendices, right. and there's all these all these things found in Lord of the Rings that would like. To somebody who it's got a map. It's got a map. Like yeah. it's got yeah, yeah. a full then, language. Yeah. People are trying very hard to like centuries from now. People are like, we we, we think we've located the actual, lo- you know, <laughs> location. geological <laughs> location of Mordor. Or all right, yes, we think we found it. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. They, they would more go. Actually, we learned that at this point in time, the Earth's crust shifted and they right. broke apart and right. spread over here. But if you put them together. Yeah, Well, they actually might just yeah. find actual Hobbiton from the movie. That's true. So like, yeah. just it is like, New Zealand. Yes. So that's their starting yeah, yeah, point. Yeah. They're like, all right, so if, okay. if Hobbiton was actually located in what we now know as New Zealand. Yes. New New Zealand. <laughs> New New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they even have, because they even printed uh, the Hobbit like images on their money. Yeah, like mm-hmm. on their coins. That's what I'm like, saying. Like exactly. now, people like, would actually yeah. find it. Yeah. But yeah. exactly, like I it mean, turns out Mordor is Australia. <laughs> they would say that. Yeah, because yeah. it's like I mean, history repeats itself, right? Right. It does. Generally, and back then they didn't have the other versions of entertainment we have now. So how else would you that get we entertainment? Know of. What? Reflecting pools. 
Magical reflecting pools. There's only so much time you know. can reflect. Yeah, 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 Sometimes yeah. you're just like, you know what? I'm done reflecting. I'm I done reflecting. It, I All right. I want to reflect on someone. Let's else. move on. Here's the last one. This is one of the most popular uh, or famous ancient, man like mysterious manuscripts known to man. The Voynich Manuscript. Carbon dated to the 15th century, this 250-page book contains images of plants, cosmological symbols, and nude women. It also contains. <laughs> it also it's ancient porn. <laughs> oh man! You're like, no, I read the Voynich manuscript for the for the articles. For the articles, it's for guys. the articles. It's for the cosmology it's, it's and the it's cosmology. for the yeah yeah. And the plants, I'm I'm really into <laughs> really big, botany. I'm a botanist. Yes. Yes. Uh, it also contains an unreadable script, although one scientist believes he has deciphered ten words from it. Way to go! Uh, discovered in 1912 by Wilfred Voynich, or yeah, Voynich, an antique book dealer, uh, the text has not yet been deciphered, leading to speculation as to whether it's written in a lost language, a code, or gibberish. A recent study suggests that the manuscript's text has some of the hallmarks of a real language. Uh, the manuscript has attracted a lot of attention from scholars and amateurs alike, along with the Spanish publisher, a Spanish publisher, that plans to republish the book in its entirety. The manuscript is now held at Yale University. Mm. So this this mm. open this sounds like the opening to a movie. This, that Nicholas Cage. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This the is like the, this is this is the setup for the story. So this is like the right. backstory. So this, sure. is the, this is the clip from 19, what was it, 1912? This was the, opens the movie. The clip of yes. then or whatever time. Whatever time. 1914. 1914. 19, sorry, 1912. 1912. Okay, 1912. Yes. Which is where Wilfred Voynich, uh, an antique book dealer, just happened upon this book. Right. Just happened to get it. Somebody <laughs> dropped it off. Somebody was like sweating. I was going like, through yeah. all my I was going through all my books. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to sell some stuff, trying to get a little cash. I don't even know what this one is. Scott Boobs, though. So Scott Boobs is like, he's honestly, like, I'll take that's a probably look what at it was. One. Probably, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it probably was yeah. a guy going, it, it's kind of like the, the pawn one. shops where they're yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you this is worth a lot. I'll give you some money because yeah, you yeah. think it's garbage, but I'm going to take this because oh, yeah. I know it's worth something. Yeah, they're doing their little search. Like, okay, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fifteen it's bucks. My, yeah. co my coffee went. I'll down. give you fifteen <laughs> bucks. I'm sorry. This. Uh, I think yeah. My kid wrote this for his third grade class. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. And let's just you know, it's a couple bucks. Um. So yeah, the Voynich manuscript. If you take a look at this manuscript, um, there are images of mysterious plants. Some that exist and some that do not. Uh, there are just other very mysterious drawings that don't make looks, any sense. It honestly, look sense. looks like my biology textbook. Some people believe that's probably what it was. It's like it's it's early biology or microbiology, yeah, um, or like like an approximation of that, yeah. Uh, because we've had theories about the molecular structure of the universe since uh, the ancient Greek philosophers, mm -hmm. um, and so some people believe believe that this is what this is. It's like it's an early attempt at microbiology right. in some mystery mysterious language. Um, that's plus the naked biggest women. plus naked women because you know, keep you your interest. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> a nice little break. You're like, oh, that's what cells are. Boobs. Ooh, okay. Okay, some more cells. All right. More nice. cells. Oh, more cells. <laughs> like, Interesting. Uh, getting boring, getting boring. There we go. All right. <laughs> let's keep reading. Now that we've had a little break, let's move on to the next chapter. <laughs> uh, so if you take a look at the uh, Voynich manuscript, I'm actually going to bring it up here. Language. It is strange. Hmm. That that looks like Elvish. It does look like Elvish, but it is untranslatable. Actually, no. It looks it looks more Arabic. 
People have tried to map it, mm-hmm. but they've but they've essentially been unsuccessful. Interesting. So uh, yeah, so it looks like a language. I mean, it looks like something you could easily read. Right. Yeah. There's order to it. Um, there there's intent behind it, but no one there's no reference point for this for the Varnish right, manuscript yeah. language. It does, it's not related like to anything. Says which direction to read. Right. It or sure. Yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. So it's it's. Not it does re- look like you would read it left to right. Yes. It would. But at the same time, we we don't know the language, right? Exactly. So yeah, they right. could have different grammar, right? And right. And so what we one theory, and this is probably where I where I land with the Voynich manuscripts, is that it's it's not magical. You know, it's not from another world. Some people honestly would believe that kind of thing. It's from another dimension. It's from another dimension. That's, That's I, I, I believe it's actually a, a gift thingy. from the turtle oh. that our flat Earth is on. Sure. Maybe it's from the Hollow Earth. So, what was I trying to say? Anyway. I'm sorry. That the language, uh, yeah, so there's no reference point. One of the theories is that this is, it is a hoax. It's an old hoax. Yeah. And it does actually date back to the 15th century. But it was a hoax somebody made But it was a hoax then. Ah. Yes. That would be another funny one. Yes. If you think about it, because if someone comes up with a a prank, a hoax, or something like that, Mm -hmm. like if we did it now and 200 Mm -hmm. years from now somebody found it. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, what is this what ancient is this? language yeah. we can't understand? It's because right. three guys sat around one night getting drunk huh. and made a manuscript. <laughs> and you got the one guy in the back going, wait, 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 boobs. Just put boobs <laughs> in there. Put boobs in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, and it was actually right. but if you have no people, reference point for it, right. you would think, like, what is this strange Where ancient language? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, yeah. we've carbon if, dated it. It dates back 300 years. Right. Yeah. And what if it is a certain language, but we go through it and the person just was bad at spelling? <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's I mean, why you can't try spelling exactly. like, they kind of be... forgot how to write cursive yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean like I teach anymore it sounds like but... a joke but it could le- yeah. be legitimate and we just yeah. would not understand because we don't have very many reference points right yeah, yeah. Sure. or maybe somebody was writing and they just had like bad eyesight yeah yeah. bad awesome. eyesight can't spell they had someone else, <laughs> like, they like right. were speaking it and someone else was writing right, it yeah. and they misheard. Which is very common uh, for people to transcribe for other people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was very common um, in ancient times. Uh, so I think we've been going for a while now. We have 50 minutes. 50, yeah, we should probably wrap this up. Uh, I actually want to buy one of these copies of the Voynich Manuscript. Uh, I will say my $200 favorite ancient manuscript. Mm-hmm. Yes. That I honestly thought we were going to mention. Oh yeah, what is it on this? No, is, bring it up, please. Uh, or the, I shouldn't say my favorite. The one I find the most interesting mm. is I believe it's called the Devil's Bible. Mm. Hold on. Hmm. It was written by a monk, uh, supposedly in like a feverish, a like, feverish dream, a feverish <gasps> dream or something like that. And supposedly it is written in blood by this monk. Devil's, I believe it's called the Devil's Isn't Bible. It? Devil's Bible. So, There's a PDF. And correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but even things like the Necronomicon are Supposed based on real theories. Yes. yes like yes. real things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it's called the uh, Codex Gigas. Okay. Uh, it's a medieval illuminated manuscript. It was created in the early 13th century in the Benedictine monastery of someplace in Bohemia. Yep. Uh, We're it's, done. It's in a region of modern day <laughs> the uh, Czech Republic. Okay. Let's see. Hold on. Description or history. According to the legend, the codex was created by Herman the Recluse in the monastery uh, in the what is now the Czech Republic. Monastery was destroyed sometime. Oh, 
What is it supposed to say that it's supposedly written? The, oh, maybe it's just the, the legend. Uh, the scribe was a monk who broke his monastic vows and was sentenced to be walled up alive. In order to avoid this harsh penalty, he promised to create in one night a book to glorify the monastery forever, including all human knowledge. Hmm. Near midnight, he That's became... That's a tall claim. Um, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, guys, I guys, got guys, it. Don't worry about it. Clearly, yeah, yeah. there's I'm not gonna... much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, like, he was in a panic. We're going to wall you up. Don't he's wall just, me up. Wait, wait, wait. He's just wait. making crafts. Um, like, wait, 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 wait. When's my assignment due? Yeah. Tomorrow. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I can do it tonight. I promise. I promise. Does anyone have Red Bull? So, so this is the legend behind it. G Fuel. Near midnight, he became sure that he could not complete this task alone. So he made a special prayer, not addressed to God, but to Lucifer asking him to help him finish the book in exchange for his soul. The devil completed the manuscript, and the monk added the devil's picture out of his gratitude for his aid. Wow. I'll put you right on the cover. All right, it's going to be great. Uh, Don't worry, I put co-written by Yes, Lucifer. because losing your soul <laughs> for all of eternity. Totally worth getting through that one last homework. Yeah. Uh, in I mean, tests, it's better than being nailed to a wall. No, walled, up, like, walled like in. Put, walled, walled in. Like, sealed walled in. in a room. Oh, I kind of prefer. It sounded more vicious, being like. It, uh, so, in tests to recreate the work, it is estimated that reproducing only the calligraphy without the illustrations or embellishments would have taken twenty years of nonstop writing. Oh wow! wow. And supposedly, he the legend is he did this in one night. Regardless of true or not, right? That's that's, a, that's impressive. That's, like that, that's that's, that's a creepy. questionable thing. It has like thing. an actual like image of the devil in Oof. it. Yeah, oh, wow. like. So that's cool. That I I forget how I stumbled across that. Legend. See that that's one of those cool ones because it's it's a. I mean, one we're going off the word of the people there, right? Um, of course, but it, it is a regardless of whether or not it's true in the book, mm -hmm. the act of writing what people know would take a certain amount right, of time. Exactly, yeah. like that's a part of that that didn't becomes... It claim, yeah, didn't it claim the sum of human knowledge? That's, mm -hmm. uh, well, yeah, and uh, uh, there's a whole lot of supposedly what's right. into it and that, that right. would be a whole other thing, okay. but yeah. yeah, so I don't hmm. know. Interesting. Because it's, it's I always like found a, that story interesting. Yeah, I've never yeah. heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Because even gibberish, there's only so much you, you can, can write gibberish. in a certain yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Well, yeah. And before people even yeah. can catch on to the fact that I mean, even gibberish. if you just yeah, squiggled, yeah, yeah. Right. like it would take yeah. forever. They do this in comic That's books. cool. Yeah. So, Gotta put a picture so. of the devil. Make sure they get contact. I wonder uh, if at the end he was like, oh, I should put a picture of the devil in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, and there are other it's things like, like, like the other Dead it's Sea like Scrolls. Candle. So like in our culture, we hear Dead Sea Scrolls and we think, ooh, mysterious. Right. It's not at all. No, no. It's, it's actually just the same stories we see in the Bible, some other like non-biblical stories. Yeah. Wait, what? Literally what like the, the Dead, the Dead sea, Scrolls. sea Scrolls. Dead Sea? The Dead Sea Scrolls, yeah. Uh, found in Qumran, about 30 miles south of uh, Jerusalem. So it, it, they basically found in these caves uh, where this ancient group called the Essenes um, once lived and dwelt. Um, and actually, I think it was even um, like the site of like, it was like a camp out for uh, these like Jewish rebels. Interesting. Um, so, but they found these scrolls that are basically just stories from the Bible. And then some other things that are not from the Bible. Uh, they found like receipts, literally just like shopping receipts. Right. They found um, like coins, mm. hairbrushes. So when people hear Dead Sea Scrolls, they think, ooh, mystery. And 
it's not like right. it, they're very normal texts from that period yeah. uh, that corroborate other like historical claims. Right. Yeah. Let's be honest. So. People hear scrolls and they think, ooh, ooh, ooh you can magic. open it and then magic. Yeah. Actually, if you try to open it, it's going to crumble. So please don't do that. Uh, no, no, no. There's a spell of disintegration of paper. Oh. Yeah. Oh, this one's spell of disintegration too. This one's spell of disintegration too. <laughs> this is a lot of spells of disintegration in this cave. <laughs> You're a terrible archaeologist. <laughs> Pulls out his whip. <laughs> like, what are you going to use that for? Don't worry about I it. I have a whip. Um, okay, so. You always have a Last thoughts on ancient books, ancient texts. Mm -hmm. Do you think we over embellish? Or, or I, I, like yeah, I honestly, our, yes. our imaginations, we get carried away with our I, imaginations. I think we put we a lot of mystery out. behind them that okay. might not, I mean, not always. Yes. Mm -hmm. There probably are some right. that are mysterious and linked to different ancient cultures that yeah. maybe there are no more records of, things mm -hmm. like right. that. However, I do think there probably is a good portion that we as a people, as a society, as a culture, whatever, yes. read between lines that aren't actually there. Yeah. Yeah. I would and agree. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. But like I said, I do believe there are probably some things out there that are very mysterious. And from ancient right. civil right. civilizations. Societies. I'm trying to say civilizations, civilizations and societies. Yeah. My <laughs> mind's trying to put them yeah, together. It's not asbestos. Uh, it's the asbestos poisoning. Um, <laughs> that, you know, that there are maybe some records of and they are mysterious yeah. and we can't mm -hmm. translate them because right. we don't have any records of them anymore. And right. Like that. Right. But not all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very, uh, I'm very interested because regardless of whether or not they're real, what's on them, whether or not people have accurately translated, right. I am actually very, very curious uh, how people hundreds of years, thousands of years from now, who potentially, let's say, find a time capsule. That, with right. things about our cultures. With things yeah. about our culture mm -hmm. or books from our time, like Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. I'm using that as the best example because it's, right. it's fantasy, right. but it, in a way it's... It reads it's historically similar enough that you could go. Yeah. Well, we found this skeleton right. of a very short person. Clearly, that was a hobbit. Short, yeah. Well, and even when it comes to things like you know, let's say in a thousand years, two thousand years, they find a time capsule, they find a journal, and somebody wrote one of their dreams in it. Right. Given two thousand years, someone's dream may have come true in yes. some form. Right. And they're like, exactly. oh, they predicted, oh, the, they predicted future. the future. Yeah. yeah. Or. There's there's only just so much variety to reality, True. you yeah. know, and and you know they wrote of this kingdom falling, and it's like, yeah, give it's it two like, thousand years, and I think, I think gonna be like, know. we found ancient manuscripts from the kingdom of America, <laughs> from the kingdom of America. Uh, but Apparently, you know, they wanted quarter pounders for a dollar fifty. <laughs> What's a quarter pounder? I believe it was their currency. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. <laughs> but what was the one dot five zero after? That doesn't make any sense. Why would they have so, two forms? But it's funny because yeah, I think we do read a lot into these ancient manuscripts. You know, oh, yeah. we, we take a lot of it as like fact. You know, like oh, the, this is actual magic. The people mm. could use magic back then, and we've just forgotten it, or it was their version of fiction. Yeah, exactly. You know, like just too like, many people right. think that they did not have imagination back then, but humans are humans. Yeah. They're just uh, it's, a fun, it's a fun project, or they are attempting magic and it just right. didn't work. I'm right. sure there's Which also why it like got disregarded uh, or cave discarded. Yes, yeah. I'm sure there was one guy that was like. Well, I haven't killed anything, but maybe if I paint this and bring this right. chick over, yeah. and I'll be like, that's Hell, what I did yeah, yesterday. Yeah. And that's they're what like, what? Yeah. <laughs> See, Grum kill? <laughs> See, Grum kill. Yes. Yeah. You go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but like, just based on the fact that we can date these things to the years that we claim yes. that they're from, mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything. No. Right. All it means is that it's old. Yeah, that, that just shows you know, we are capable of carbon dating. Exactly. 
Exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I think we definitely get carried away with these kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, cause yeah. Anyway, as we also look at calendars and think it dates the end of the world it did. Right. of a circle at the yeah. end of that my you world. lose room. But, but I mean, earlier you mentioned Nostradamus yes. and people will point to him and say, well, he made all these predictions and mm-hmm. some of them kind of came true. They were very cryptic. Yes. If you write some odd thousand or hundred, however many predictions oh, yeah. he wrote and you write it cryptically, people can interpret it to Call fit the their time. Say, that's generally their time. Because yeah. I obviously had to do the script for Nostradamus. Yes. Um, yeah. A lot of the predictions, if you read them, you can place, obviously certain right. things mm-hmm. can point to different things in history. Right. But it doesn't like specify. Like people right. say he wrote, you know, he predicted the rise of Hitler and he predicted the uh, assassination of JFK. Right. But it doesn't say like, and JFK will be shot in the head uh, right. while driving around right. in exactly. a convertible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which if he had said all that, all right, 100%, all right. Oh, I'm yeah. with it. Nostradamus yeah. can predict Damn. the future. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. But when you write it in vague terms. Yes. That can be interpreted. And you write enough of them. Mm. Honestly, yeah. it's, it's similar to uh, astrology. That you yes. read in newspapers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, yes. It is vague enough that you can always connect yourself you can read to into it, it regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. there is no way to not connect well, that's yourself. Why, that's why literature. Or cold reads yeah. in uh, like psychics. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's a great example. Yeah, the cold read. Uh, but also that's why people get so much out of literature. Because, mm-hmm. you know, 10 people. You can people, interpret it in any way Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, I read, you know, the way I read it, this character is motivated by this. It's like, well, that, yeah, that's your interpretation. That's human nature. Mm-hmm. Like we read into things that we identify with. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So that's our episode. Let us know what you think in the comment section below. Do you think any of these ancient manuscripts are truly magical? Do you believe that it's all bogus, dude? Uh, so, <laughs> uh, and do you think Gary's last name is a ritual of power? Let us know. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Thank you for joining us <laughs> in this episode of the Conspiracy Cast. Uh, you can find Dan at Dan at- T Streamer on Twitch or Dan T Producer on Instagram or Twitter. Okay. You can find me on YouTube at Film Circuit and Twitter at Film Circuit and Instagram at Northward Films. Andy. You can find me at Fry on the Annie on Instagram and Fry on the Annie on MySpace. Thank you for joining us today. Now go write a something mysterious ancient. something ancient and then bury it. Wait for somebody to find it and uh, yeah, cause a frenzy that you'll never see. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> that you'll never Bye, guys. See.